God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. We are also good. Good morning. My name is Chan Choi. My parents are he, him, his, serving urban village at Jordan and South Loop as a site pastor. So, do you have a good memory? Don't worry, I'm not going to test your memory, but I'd like to invite you to recall your dream house, which you imagined last week with a guide of Pastor Hannah. I hope you keep this image of the house during our sermon series because we are going to use it every week. So my dream house is pretty simple. It is a two-story brick house and there are two bedrooms, one for us and one for our guests. And it has a nice kitchen to serve a meal and a dining room with a long table, long enough to invite all of you. In a nice and spacious living room, there is a huge screen to watch our worship together or playing Xbox game together. But the highlight is our yard, which is huge enough to play soccer or baseball, and a nicely finished porch. At our porch, there's a nice chair where we can hear birds singing and a barbecue grill for a hangout. You know what? Since I learned this house metaphor of grace, I have added so many nice and fast things on it because it is about the gifts from God, the grace. Yeah, my dream house is getting bigger and bigger every week. However, there was a time I felt like I didn't deserve to enter this house. I felt like this house is too good to be mine and I didn't have the invitation. I couldn't even be near to the porch because I felt like seeing the trespassing sign, no trespassing sign, whenever I was coming closer to the house. Have you had this kind of experience or feeling? As Pastor Hannah mentioned last week, grace is a gift from God, which is unmerited. It is given to us freely, especially the previous grace that she calls as her porch grace means the grace that comes before. It means that there is no trespassing sign to prohibit us entering the yard and porch. And the invitation is already in our hands. Even this whole nice and fancy house is given to us as a gift. I know you, you may still hesitate you must still hesitate to accept this deal because it is beyond our understanding and not like our own way of life, which is transactional. So, we may need more time and space to prepare our heart and mind to enter this whole house and to fully respond to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this porch can be a place for this. Through today's message, I hope we can realize this God's inescapable and irresistible, overwhelming grace and love that is already given to us. Amen. So have you had a situation that somebody called your name and saying, Chan, I know you. Now that we have experienced it frequently due to the social media, they make us a friend without seeing each other. Then the first question popped in our mind would be, how does this person know me? And then we may 
anxiously raises question, is it a good sign or not? Definitely we need to check one's facial expressions and tone, but what if it is God who says, I know you? Is it making you feel hurting or threatened? If we hear, I know you, as a voice of judgment, the rest of the passage would make you scared. From verses 2 through 6, God knows everything about you, your deeds, your thoughts, and words even before they are spoken. And this God hems you in, you may feel confined and restricted. And this knowledge of God is too much for you, so you might be overwhelmed. As a result, you might ask this question to yourself, is there any place I can go to avoid God's Spirit? Where can I flee from God's presence? As you can see, the answer is no. This is the inescapable God. God is everywhere from heaven to show the grave, morning and sea. There's no place to hide from God. Wow, how fearful it is. As we just imagine this God, we would be filled with discomfort, terror, and horror. And if this is the only voice that we have heard, if this is the only image of God that we have known, it will be a big sign of no trespassing for us that make us far away from the gifts of God, the grace. However, when, when God says, I know you, we know that is not a voice of the judge, rather it is a voice of the Creator that is sweet and soft and warm and loving. From verses 13 through 16, we can find this intimate relationship with God as a Creator and a creature that is wonderfully made. We are sculpted uniquely and knitted preciously and planned even before our existence. When God says, I know you, it means that God has first known us thoroughly and completely. In general, many Psalms illustrate the power of God who created the universe, but today's passage focuses on the creative power of God regarding our own origin, our own existence. Now, let us reread the verses that make us frightened. God knows you. This is God who searches you when no one else noticed you. This is God who knows your sorrow and wipes your tears away. This is God who holds you and protects you with one's mighty hands. This is God who anoints you and blesses you for moving forward to our mission. This is God who will be with us everywhere from heaven to show the grave, morning and sea. Now this knowledge of God that was once overwhelmed becomes an overflowing blessing to us. Then how this knowledge of God, the understanding of grace, would make our life change. Before knowing this porch grace, we would live the life that is fear-based. So fear, anger, shame, guilt, bitterness, judgment, frustration, doubt, 
insecurity would be the major emotions that we'll live with. However, once we learn and be in this intimate relationship with God in this grace, we live in love. So, hope, joy, gratitude, peace, and faith and trust, confidence, happiness, connection, forgiveness, openness, freedom and compassion, self-love, respect, acceptance, are the emotions that we can live with more and often. Definitely we can fight against injustice and confidence because the righteous God is with us. We can respect each other's uniqueness and love our own identity because we are the wonderful and marvelous art piece of God's creation. We can be free from all the bondage and burden because we are in God's protections because we can hand it all over to God who is greater than all our problems. Isn't it awesome? However, in spite of this knowledge of God and the gifts of God, we may try to leave and run away from God again due to our guilt, shame, fear, and dread. As much as we look into our own self-pleasing and away from God, this truth and knowledge of God would be blurred and strengthen us again. Then we need to focus on the fact that we can be only certain. As it is written in verse 18, God is still with us. In Hebrews, Emmanuel means God is with us. This Hebrew word is appeared in the book of Isaiah as a sign of God's protection to the house of David. But you might be more familiar with the story of Jesus' birth in the Gospel of Matthew, where this word is appeared again as a fulfillment of the promise of God. God knows us. God knows our fear. God knows our weakness. So God sent God's one and only Son to us as a sign of protection as a sign of God's presence with us. This certain promise was kept confirmed and affirmed even where we, when we d- betrayed Him and tried to kill Him. Jesus just came back and said to us, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Is there other proof for this unchangeable, inescapable, irresist- irresistible, overwhelming grace and love? This love and grace is already given us in this intimate relationship with God. And there's no more no trespassing sign on the yard. There's no need of invitation because the whole house is given to us as a gift. Whenever I think about the grace, the gift from God, I recall the Ophrah show. I know you may recall some of surprises from this show, and this would be one of unforgettable surprise. I'll drop the link on the comment section so you can check it later. It was it was a part of wildest dream season and she said no dream is too wild, no surprise is too impossible to pull off. It can happen anytime to anybody. It was making sense since there were already 11 viewers who received the brand new car. But It wasn't what she meant. She said, there is one more car left 
and one of audience will be a winner to take this new car to home. As you can imagine, the, the hall was filled with shouts of joy and excitement from the people because there is a chance to be this lucky one from other 275 people. Then everyone received the package like this. Oprah was quite strict and well controlled the audience. They couldn't open it up or shake the box to check it. The camera showed each audience's face. Some were excited and some of them looked nervous. It'll be a natural reaction since it's worth nearly $30,000. Then she continued saying, one of these boxes has a key. If your box has a key, you will be the last person today to get one of those brand new car. Who will be? There's a drum roll. And then everyone opened their boxes. Can you imagine what had happened next? The camera caught the one woman who found the key from her box. I've never seen this happiest moment of somebody. She was rising up and shouting out in joy, I found it. And then there are more people on the screen who had celebrated the happiest moment with the keys that they found. Then Oprah kept pointing out each audience and saying, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. And all 276 people got a brand new car as a gift. And they seemed to be overwhelmed by this surprise gift. They were hugging each other and dancing and jumping together to celebrate the moment. And my favorite part is that Ofra kept shouting out with joy and excitement, everybody gets their car, everybody gets a car, everybody gets a car. We all receive the same box that the audience received. Not from Oprah, but from God. So you can expect bigger and better gifts this time. However, until we open it up, we are not sure if we have a chance to receive these gifts or not. So we would be nervous and uncertain. But once you open it up, then you will find this gift from God and hear this loving voice. You get a gift. You get a gift. You get a gift. And you can see God who is jumping and shouting in joy and excitement. Everybody gets a gift. Everybody gets a gift. Everybody gets a gift. Because God has been waiting for this moment even before our existence. Because it is prepared for a long time for only for us. This morning, God calls our name and says, I know you. How do you hear it? I hope you hear this voice as a creator's voice that invites you to this intimate relationship in grace that creates, heals, forgives, reconciles, and transforms your heart. 
Amen.